No, true. I'm like completely opposite of you. That is not true. Well, I'd like to think I am. I'd like to think I am. No, the most part we agree. Damn it. Hey everybody, welcome to Travel Nurse Insiders. I'm hey Mark everybody. Holloway, with, joined with, uh, by Ann Hubert here. Yep, that's me. That's you. Mm-hmm. Boy, we got an exciting one today. Woo! Woo-hoo! It's a little cerebral. Well, we're going to make it fun. We are. We're going to make it fun because it's not fun to talk about, but, it, but it's important as hell, in my opinion. It is, yep. So we're going to talk about 401ks mm-hmm. in travel nursing. Mm-hmm. Um, before we do... I, I, just, I know you do this every episode, but and I, here's the thing about me: I don't. I'm not, in social media, you do not look at crap after you put it out there. You don't look at the comments. You don't get your ego all full of, "Wow, everyone likes me. I'm, I'm terrific. Oh my goodness!" And you also don't get all worked up when someone you know says something you don't agree with, right? That's just the rules. Equanimity. Yeah, <laughs> that's way too cerebral for me for right now. Um, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, let me look that up here. I'm looking up what that means. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, absolutely. I mean, that's the whole point. But that being said, mm-hmm. I am really excited about what's happening with Travel Nurse Insiders, the podcast, and with the group page. Yeah. They're both oh, going through the roof. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's important to, again, package this into a this – is, this is like Travel Nursing, your course in Travel Nursing 101. But it should be like 201 and 301 and 401 and 501. So by the time you – you, you get all this information and content. Yeah, you, you know what you're doing. You know what you're talking about. So um, I want to thank everybody for that. And I, I think I want to thank people for spreading the word because clearly this isn't just being done by, you know, us. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, I appreciate it, which tells me that whatever we're doing out here, sometimes I, I do these podcasts and we do them together. I'm like, ah, I don't know if that was any good. Yeah. But the intent is there. And I want everyone to understand that we're doing our best to give good content that makes sense and really does whatever. So, yeah. all right, 401ks, first and foremost, I gotta do some legal disclaimers. We are not financial analysts, we are not financial planners. I don't even think you manage your checkbook at home, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have some, I married somebody that does that for me, right? Um, it's, uh, no, but really and truly, when we're, I'm not, we're not giving advice. This, this podcast is not to give financial advice, it is opinion only. Yep. And half the shit I'm about to say is probably going to be wrong anyway, so don't listen to it. But no, it, I, it's, it is not us giving any kind of financial advice. We're not trying to drive anybody to, you know, make some kind of financial decision. Anything that we talk about, I would urge you to take it to an accountant, to a financial planner who's licensed to explain this stuff way better than we're about to. Okay. Yeah. So this is advice and opinion. No, it's not advice. It is not advice. It is opinion. It's really more related to 401ks and why... And if and should they be a part of travel nursing in general? Well, yeah. Um, well, first of all, what is what is a four hundred one k? So let's talk about that. So, bottom line is that a four hundred one k is a savings plan mm-hmm. that is intended for you to, as an employee, you can contribute by deferring part of your salary, tax free. Mm-hmm. It can gain interest, tax free, and yeah. you can keep it in there, tax free, provided you don't. Pull it out before I believe yeah. 65 years of age, and it beca- and it remains tax free. Yeah, you're not you're 
you're not taxed on it until you cash it out. But I think that if you wait until you're at uh, 65 or older, I don't think you get taxed on it at that point oh, either. That Check that out. So there's the perfect, perfect example of, of number one, how we're not 100% yeah. sure. I think that's the whole point. Why would you, what's the benefit then if you get taxed on it at that point? If you're, it's deferred, I think it's deferred to your certain retirement age and you actually don't get taxed on that, that income. So it's a wonderful place for you to put money, especially as a traveler who's hopefully making more money mm-hmm. um, into, you know, for that purpose. Um, it's, uh, so it, you know, again, it's, it's not, you don't, you don't get interest on those, those capital gains, right? Right. Wow, this is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> But that, just for the handful of people out there that don't know what a 401k plan is. Right. Um, in, in travel nursing, it's an opportunity for you to take as much as you possibly can and put it into yet another tax-free income, so, well, area, right, exactly. Yeah. No, you don't see it. It doesn't show up in your check. You're, you're deferring that and taking that, that amount of money and putting it into... Pre-taxed. You know, yeah, yeah. typically a mutual fund. We'll yeah. talk about that in a second. Um, and then you're being taxed on the remainder. So it goes away. You don't get it. No. You're putting it into, uh, you know, into a 401k plan for it to hopefully earn more money for you. Now, why is that so um, appealing when you work for a company that might say match it? Well, you're going like five steps ahead of us. Well, I usually am. <laughs> hey, that's my line. Well, you know, it depends on your attention span for the day. Right. So, yeah, I am like a ferret on a double espresso some days. No, so, I mean, so it's oh it's God. attractive because hopefully, like I say, hopefully you're making a ton of money as a traveler, or more than you normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a bunch of financial stuff planned with, with actually bringing in some real financial people, and we couldn't yeah. do that today because there's quarantines Issues. going on, and I, again, we're not trying to be timely, but we're not allowed to bring anybody to our office right now. So that's part of why we're doing this on our own. But no, it's attractive because there's a couple reasons. It also, you know, it's one of those things that if you don't see it, you don't spend it, right? Sure. So 401k plans are a wonderful way to put money away without you even missing it for the most part, right? Yeah. You'll be taxed on it anyway. So you're, it's almost like insurance where you're going you're gonna to see a lowered net income. But the taxes on that actually are going to make it so that you're not going to be, you know, you're not going to miss it that much. Right. Right, so you can put a percentage of your earnings. If you have crazy overtime, it's going to be percentage there, right? And we'll talk sure. about how much you can do it. Um, and typically, the four hundred and one k plans go in, and you choose a, a mutual fund for it to to or or a combination of mutual funds. And what are, what are mutual funds? Again, I'm just trying to. How do we? Maybe we could, maybe we could do this with helium voices or something. <laughs> Get a balloon, and it might make this more interesting. But uh, now, mutual funds are typically a a group of stocks. That have been specifically designed to um, buy a bunch of brokers in an office you never see. Sure, and there's there's but but for the most part they're quite conservative. They're they're they should improve and you should make money over time. Yeah, so they're typically like broken up over you know if you got a smorgasbord of doing well you know tech stocks, oil stock. Right. Healthcare, just very combinations. Doing well. Yeah, and there are more aggressive mutual funds. So if you're older and you want to roll the dice and you want to say, "I'm going to," I have less time to build this. I'm going to try to put some things in that sure. might grow. Well, the idea being that if you're in different groups, you know, on any given day or month, some certain stocks may be down while others are doing well, and so in the end, it somewhat balances us out. That's the yeah, that's the idea of a mutual fund, right? And yeah. if you're if you and there are some real conservative ones that are almost guaranteed. You won't make as right. much, but they should almost be guaranteed, quote unquote, if there is sure. such a thing in our world. 
to improve over, over a long period of time. So if you're young and a traveler and you're putting stuff in, you, it's, there will no be rain. people who would advise you to put it into a low, uh, uh, you know, more of a conservative plan mm -hmm. so that you're almost guaranteed. And I mean, and you really will. I mean, mm -hmm. even if you don't have matching and those sorts of things that we're talking about down the road here, it still is a great place for you to basically put money aside tax-free, have it grow, and then be able to pull it out and when you need it at the end of the day and be and be done with it, right? So it's it's a great savings plan, so to speak, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So first and foremost, there are many companies, and I think I shouldn't say most, I don't really know, but I, a lot of companies that offer a 401k plan for their travelers. Uh -huh. I would pick one that does. Uh, I have mixed emotions about this. Oh, you're quoting like the Rolling Stones now? You have mixed emotions? Yeah. Okay. What's your mixed emotions? Well, much like health insurance, I feel like it's a really good way to get your hooks in a traveler because they know they don't necessarily, they'll put up with more because they don't want to go through the headache of transferring a 401k or finding new health insurance. It's pretty easy to do the first one, I think. Not really. Well. It's. So you, you can't deny that, that it is one good way to keep a traveler in your back pocket. Oh, because no, that's it. It, just, it, it, it is. is. It absolutely is. It is a it is a hook and a mechanism for retention. Right. So I guess I I always summed I I more than not fall on the side of just because there are plenty of other ways to save good you know retirement money without being reliant on a company. Sure. Where you deny yourself is the benefit of the matching. But okay. But I would disagree with you, and I'm in the thought school that if you had, you know, five companies, all equal, right, paying the same, you know, whatever you, whatever you consider your valuables of value, mm -hmm. and one or two have a 401k plan, those don't. I, I would, for me, I would choose the company that had that because that would be important to me to diversify, and it almost forced you to, you know, again, it's it's, it's tax free, right? So sure. off the get go, you know, you're making some money. So I believe, and again, this is where we, this is why it's wonderful to. We differ sometimes. <sighs> All the time, every time, not pretty much really. everything. That is so not no, true. No, I'm like completely opposite of you. That is not true. Well, I'd like to think I am. I'd like to think I am. No, the most part we agree. <laughs> Damn it! And then when we disagree, we just really are on polar opposites. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, right? Because I'm the smart one. <laughs> on some things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. How much can you contribute? So here's here's the bottom line. Say For, that slower. How much can you contribute? Oh, right. Sorry, it was a Yankee and me coming out. Um, well, first of all, right now in 2020, the most that you can contribute, it went up $500, so you contribute 19500 annually. So you can do a percentage up until a certain point where you hit that max, and you're done. And that doesn't include employer matching. No, right? that is yeah. your own personal matching. Um, but you can, you know, usually you can, I can want 1%. Usually it's done on a percentile basis. I want 5%, 10%. Um, so you can decide, again, if you're on a high-paying assignment, you're going to get more taken out, which is good. You're on a low-paying assignment, you get less taken out if you kind of keep that same percentage going. But, again, my advice would be contribute as much as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. I, I would try to pull 19500 if you can afford to do that into a, into a 401k savings plan. Sure. And we're going to keep teaching you on these episodes how to make that kind of money properly on every different assignment so you actually won't miss it. So you're going to make more money because you're going to choose the right assignments, you're going to choose the right companies that pay you a lot of that kind of money and pay it well and properly and ethically and all that kind of fun stuff. And you throw it right into a retirement plan, right? Yeah. So 
It is basically they use a percentage, and you, but you don't have to. If you yeah. are, if you are, maybe you're trying to pay off student loans too. So maybe you don't put a lot into your four hundred one k at first. Pay off your student loans, then you have more money to throw at that. I mean, especially if you're young, you have lots of options. I will tell you from personal note, I have a few friends of mine that um, swear by their four hundred one k that they had it not been for that. Sure. They now have a retirement because they've been doing it like their whole life. Right. And again, take it for what it's worth. Mm -hmm. If you're a young traveler out there, get in that habit now. Is my you know, my personal opinion. It can mm -hmm. be it can be good. Yeah. All right. So company matching. Um, obviously, companies can incentivize somebody to again. This is a your to your point. It's a retention tool. Possibly. Well, you, she's yawning over there, people. <laughs> you're literally yawning. Is it? Is, you're doing the podcast and you're that bored. <laughs> Holy shit. It's Friday. I'm, I don't know. You already mentioned quarantine, so I can say Friday. Wow. I'm tired. Man. All right, so companies can match, right? They can match a percentage, 3%, yeah. 5%, 10%. This is an important variable. Now, I don't know of a lot of travel companies that do matching. There are a few out there. Mm -hmm. And you're absolutely right. It is a retention tool. Um, sometimes I've seen it with some of the bigger companies, and yeah. they're not paying very well, so that kind of offsets their they're matching, but here's my thought. If a company's matching 3%, mm -hmm. at least put 3% in. It's okay. free money, Yeah. right? Yep. Putting 5%, do your best to put 5% in. You're gonna get that matched. Sure. It's free money and it's tax-free. Give me a compelling reason why you wouldn't go to the max of what a company is matching. I can, you, know, just, you just flat out just need to pay your bills and you're not making as much money that you need to. And we're gonna teach you in Travel Nurse Insiders how to do that. So. I have a question you probably can't answer, though. Oh, good. Thanks for doing it live on a podcast. Go ahead and hit me with it. So if I'm doing company matching and I take my 401k out early, am I paying the company's 3% tax, too? No, if you're, vest, if you're, if you're vested. And okay. we'll talk about that in a second. If it's matched, it's matched, and you can leave that company, provided that the vestiture period, which, again, we're going ahead of ourselves, has already hit. Once you're vested... That is your money. They can't take it back, and you don't pay. You don't pay their money. I don't mean the company. I mean the IRS. So say the question again, then. Who's paying the company's taxes on their portion once I take my four hundred one k out? Me. If yes, you take I it am. out, if you take it, if me. you take it out before you're sixty five, yeah, okay. then you then yeah, you're going to pay so. capital gains taxes on that. Right. Again, I'm not a you know securities and exchange kind of guy, or nah. a financial advisor, but or that's the deal. Or a state. It's <laughs> a good school. Very I know. I know. Highly, highly accredited. I only say that because you're the one who says that. All I make the time. fun of my, I make fun of my education because I, I had too much fun down there. So, but it is. Good school. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, what is vestiture? So, vestiture is, in fact, a company can say, "I'm going to contribute three percent." However, we have a two-year vestiture period which means you have to be gainfully employed by that company for two years before that 3% that kicks in. Now, it's usually retro, so it will kick in for the entire time, but that's what vestiture means. So there are companies out there that have vestiture, instant vestiture for their internal staff, people like you and me, mm -hmm. but they have travel nurses aren't vested until two or three years, which means that most of them don't qualify for that company match, which isn't right or wrong. I think most travelers understand that they, there are a lot of companies out there that don't do that match for their travelers, and that's how they get away with not doing that match. Mm -hmm. But travelers still appreciate the fact that they can still put tax-free dollars in whether they're getting free money or not. So yeah. it, it still is a benefit. If there's companies out there that are doing instant vestiture, you know, that, that's, that is that's good. Yeah. It is a plus, and it mm -hmm. goes into your 
your, your flow chart, your schematic of companies to choose, and I would absolutely say that is a plus mm -hmm. if they have instant vestiture. It's, it's valuable. So you have to place value on that, regardless yeah. of whether or not it's, you know, it's important to you. That's, that is a, that's a plus, right? Yeah. So that's what vestiture means. So a company, let me rephrase that. A company can say, I'm going to have a five-year vestiture period, which means that we're going to contribute 5%. But a traveler would have to be working for that company for five straight years in order for that 5% to kick in. And it kicks in all the way for the whole five years. So they retro it? They do. Okay. And they do the same thing. So they get away with it legally, but they, they do the same thing for internal employees, which they expect an internal employee. So you're putting money in as an internal employee, as a recruiter or as a credentialist, and you get that after five years, which is more likely than a traveler staying with a company for five right. years. So yeah. that's kind of how it works. Think about how many assignments that is for a travel to be with some, yeah, five years. Yeah, it's, That's it's a, a lot. Arith it's arithmetic. <laughs> how do you spell that? <laughs> 20 or arithmetic? Arithmetic. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> a arithmetic. I can't do arithmetic or spell it. Right. All right, so we're doing our best to keep this one exciting, but it's, it's, a, it's a tougher topic, but it's, it's an important one. And I just would say that it, this is just one of those benefits. And this is one of those things that, in my humble opinion, it's, it's, that makes sense in so many fronts. It's an automatic savings plan. It's tax-free. So it, it's, it's not like you're taking you know, $30 a week and, and putting there. You're only probably losing $21, $22 a week because you're going to get taxed on it anyway. So that makes sense. Best, I'm sorry, company matching makes sense. It, it's a savings plan that forces you to save because, you know, sometimes, let's be honest, I, there's a lot of travel nurses out there that do live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, they do. Which is wild. It is. And it's a great way to have, to be able to continue to do that habit if you have that bad habit, but still be able to know save that you're putting money. money away. I mean, how many times have we had travelers say, I want to put $100 a week in this account, and you know why they're doing it, and I want the rest to go here. They're doing sure. it to force themselves to save, which is still really smart. Yeah. Really smart, right? Just but no interest rate on that savings account. No, there's, well, maybe. It could be a little. A little, a wee, wee, wee <laughs> yeah, little. Right, right. <laughs> so it's a diversification, in my opinion, of anybody's portfolio. Yeah. You know, you got to start thinking about retirement and how you want to retire. Many travelers out there, I hope a lot of them, are traveling so that they can retire earlier. Sure. Or at a higher level of standard of living because they, they have more money in the bank. This is a big piece of it, or a, a, at least it's a slice of this pie, right? Right. Having this kind of an option. So, you know, you can lose money in, in, in uh, well, yeah, in you do have funds. to write out 401ks. Yeah. Because, you know, like right now they've taken a tank. It is not a fast investment. No. Right? It is a, this long is a, it's road. a long-term thing, right? So hopefully, I mean, if you're 60 and you're, you're never, you know, you want to be done at 65, Starting a 401k is probably not the you know the best the best solution, but you no. know, but do it anyway because it's still you know free tax free money, right? Yeah, but then so. you get nervous between 60 and 65. <laughs> well, and we're gonna do a podcast down the road that talks a lot about this. But the bottom line is that I believe heavily if you're gonna travel and you're gonna not every traveler is 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 traveling for money. No. But we're gonna teach you guys that if you are traveling, why not make as much as you can on any given assignment based upon sure. those other variables that made you choose that assignment. So. Having money to make, to making more money, yeah. but also saving more money is an important part of being a traveler. It is. And, right. and really and truly, research these companies, take some time, talk to some financial advisors and people that actually are licensed to give this kind of advice. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? Talk yeah. to your accountant. And, and I'm going to tell you guys right off the bat, please don't use an accountant that you, that you walk in. You know, get, a, get a CPA. You're a traveler. Do that. Talk to him or her and ask them you know, about your 401k plan and your options. This is important stuff, and I think it's, it's, a, it's a really good topic for people to remember. Yeah. Add it to your list of variables when choosing a company. Okay. Woo, we got through that one. That is so exciting. You want to tell like a dirty joke or something? <laughs> no. God, her eyes just lit up. Like, yeah, can I please? Thank you, guys. Really appreciate that. We did the best we could to make a 401k as interesting as possible. Something to think about. Absolutely. Take care, guys. Bye.